Amen. 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 That's sweet. Great I am. That's who we worship. That's who we sing praises to. That's who we, um, for all of eternity, just think, guys, for all of eternity, we will get to worship the King of kings and Lord of lords. If that can't get you excited, no matter what you're facing, no matter what's going on in ballot box countings and different counties and all of those things that's happening right now, to know that God is good all the time. What an amazing God that we serve. This afternoon, if you've got your Bibles, turn with me over to the book of James, James chapter 1, uh, Wisdom Through the Storm. I think it was that Thursday night before we officially came or something was going on. Remember, I was sitting in the living room and I I talked about uh, James chapter 1. I read the first couple of verses there. I read 2 through um, 4, I believe. It says, Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, And let endurance have its perfect results so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And I always think it's interesting that that section is there. It's one of those texts I've read so, so many times over the years. There forever. I've I've read it. And, you know, the Bible is full of promises. It's full of truths. It's full of... Uh, commands and instructions and do this like we've been talking a lot on Sunday mornings if you do this then this will happen if, if you're obedient if you have faith if you um, it's just so many things and, and here it's interesting how it transitions from counting it all joy when you face various trials to a conversation on wisdom and I always thought that was, that was interesting there, because how can a person count difficulties? How can you count trials? How can you count pain and suffering? How can you, how can you count it as joy when it hurts? How can you count it as joy? Count it all joy when you face various trials, knowing that. And I remember talking about, we know there is, a, there is an outcome. There's something at the end of the journey, you know, uh, there's something at the end of the journey. It's the great I am. It's God. We got him. He has us in the palm of his hand and he, and he ushers us through death. How can, we, how can we count death joy? For the Christian, we know that that's not the end. That's the beginning. That's just, a, that's just the, the, the door that God uses to take us from this life to the next. The Bible tells us that it is appointed unto man wants to die. We're all going to die. There's no one going and, and death has been swallowed up. It has no sting. Christ has already defeated it and all of that stuff. And, and we know those verses. We, we know it. We, we've been taught it since we were young. But the application for me... Going into my mid-40s, application is key. I've been doing this church thing for a very, very, very long time. And I'm mid-40s, nowhere near as long as Brother Ken has. Where is Brother Ken? There you are. You behind the mask over there. But we've been doing it a long time. 
and I, and I see the wisdom of it is we got to apply the book. What, what, what does it benefit us if we just know a lot of information, but we don't do anything with it? I mean, uh, we've got a lot of verses memorized. I, I, would, I would say there's a lot of verses that we all have memorized. Even if, even if you say, well, I don't, I don't memorize verses. There's, you know more verses than you think because you hear them over there and over. What's the point of having them if we don't do anything with them? This text that we're about to read, the next section of verses there. Guys, it's really there. This is really, really here. It's really written. What we're about to read is really there. Look at what it says. It transitions from, from the storms. He transitions from the, from the trials to... Verse 5, but, any, but if any of you lack wisdom, but if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all men generously, liberally, and without reproach. But if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Here we are on a Wednesday night. Good crowd. Appreciate y'all coming. If you're not here, you're missing a... There's a bunch of folks in this room. What do we do on Wednesday night? We pray. What do we... We come together. We pray for people. But we're praying all the time as brothers and sisters in Christ when we hear of things. And, And here God goes into... James goes into this. If anybody lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all men generously, liberally. He just lavishes wisdom out on us. What is it? It just begs the question then. What is wisdom? Book of Proverbs is full of conversation, is full of what is wisdom? It's knowledge. It's simplest way I know how to explain it is this. Wisdom is looking at life or an event or a situation through God's eyes. Wisdom is looking at life the way God sees it. Take the election yesterday. Here we sit, the whole country, the whole world is sitting and wondering who's going to be the next president of the United States. But do you know who's not wondering? God. You know who's not worried? God. He's not concerned. He already knows. He knows yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He already has it figured out. Period. So what is God doing? God is just being God. And He tells us, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all men generously and without reproach. And God will just lavish Wisdom. God will lavish a, a level of insight on us to be able to look at a situation, to be able to look at yesterday's election, to be able to look at the, the bigger picture of what's going on in our country. You know, we got our media. The media is all over the place. Every news station you look at, it's like they've got their, they're just tearing each other up. One's for one group and one's for the other group. And they basically tell us all what they want us to know. And if we listen to one group, we're going to lean this way. And if we listen to another group, we're going to lean this way. But wisdom is, okay, God, what are you doing in all of this? 
And he's this his word. He, this past Sunday, I stood right there, and he tells us to pray for leaders. Pray for those that are in control. Pray for those who are in authority. Those men and women have so much on their shoulders. We can, any armchair quarterbacks in the room? We all are. We're Monday morning quarterbacks. We're armchair quarterbacks. We, we sit there on the game and we know what call we'd have made and it wasn't the call the coach just made. We got it all figured out. But guys, we got it all figured out. Wisdom is looking at life, looking at a sickness. We've Here's what I prayed a lot, a lot over the last many months, pretty much all of 2020. Lord, why is COVID happening? Why is COVID happening? Why, why are we, and early on, go back, go to Exo Baptist Church, go back and watch all the sermons of me sitting in the living room or sitting in the bedroom. I sat all over the house. I was just getting a different backdrop. That's all I was doing. When he was like, or the youngins were like, Daddy, you need to get a different color backdrop. So we had all the different backdrops. Go back and you can see my journey through COVID. I'm like, God is sending us to our corner. I still believe it. I still believe it was a timeout. It was a timeout. Go to your corner. Let's, let's get rid of all the distractions and let's send you to your corner so that you can get So you can get, so you can work on what you need to work on. Family. So you can work on your marriage. Isn't it interesting? There was no ball games. Couldn't go shopping. Couldn't get together. But you know what you could do? And you know what's so frustrating? I'm going to be honest. What's so frustrating is you heard, I heard a lot of people say, I'm ready to get out of the house or I'm going to kill him. I can't wait to get out of the house or I'm going to kill my kids. Or I'm going to kill my husband. I'm going to kill my spouse. And I'm sitting here thinking, I'm sitting here, no, church, don't be saying that in the public out there. Because God sent us to our corner to get our relationship with our spouse better. God sent us to our corner to get our, to, to listen, there's nothing else to do. There's no, no, there's no games to watch. So let's sit around and watch family with the, well, let's watch movies with the family. And yet, all, all, the whole time I was here, I got to get out of this house. I want to hear God is. What else was God doing through it? I mean, He took all the distractions away. He took the shopping away. He took the going out to eat away. He took the ball games away. He took the sports away. He took all of that stuff away and he sent us to our own. It, it wasn't Democrat, Republican. It wasn't a race thing. No, it was, it was your family in your home tucked away behind your door and, and husbands and wives actually had to sit there and have conversation. And parents got to talk to 16-year-olds again. Hey, I made you. And heartbreaking, sadly, as we got further and further through COVID and they started letting the doors out and letting us go, 
We're going to be different. We're going to be changed. We're going to be transformed. We're going to be renewed. The family's going to be stronger. The church is going to be more on fire. I guess this is a rabbit I'm chasing. It'll all make sense in a minute, maybe. I hope we church didn't miss COVID. I hope we church didn't miss COVID from that standpoint. The marriage should be stronger now than it was when you went into March. Your relationship with your kids should be stronger now than it was when you came into March. Your relationship with husbands and wives and people. Because look, there was nothing else out there. There was nothing pulling us. There was nothing we were going to. We weren't, we weren't just off and here and there and everywhere else. We just had each other. And I heard... And it just broke my heart. I'm going to have to get out of this house before I kill somebody. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all men generously and without reproach. Did you ever step back at once and say, Lord, why is COVID happening? Why is COVID happening? Why, why is, I was in Israel. I was in Israel when, when it was just a Chinese thing. Remember when it was a Chinese fight? Well, it was a Chinese virus. I'm in Israel uh, back in January, and we walk into our big meal place at, there at the hotel, and we go in, and everybody had gone to the other side except my group, and we walk in at our table, and we're like, this is strange. And then all of China seemed to walk into our side. So the rest of the hotel got the memo that we didn't know anything about. Because it was a China virus. Remember, it was a China virus. It was a way over there kind of virus. Lord, why is, why is COVID happening? It's okay to ask why. It's okay to ask the God, the great I am. We sing, the great I am. It's okay to ask the great I am. Lord God, what are you doing? What are you teaching me? What are you showing me? What, what do you want my family to do? What are you doing in my marriage? What are you doing in my home? Work works crazy. School schedules crazy. Lord, why is it this year? Why of all years is it this year? Why? What are you doing? Do you ever ask God those questions? It's okay to ask God those questions. Because that's wisdom. Lord, what are you doing? I want, to, I want to look at this sickness. I want to look at COVID through your eyes, Lord. I want, to see, I want to see the purpose of all of this. I want to be able to see why things happen the way they're happening. Lord, what are you doing? What's going on? Lord, give me some insight. Lord, I want to understand. I want to see things through your perspective. You say, can we really talk to God that way? Well, he tells us 
And if you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Him who lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, and he'll give it to you generously. He'll lavish understanding on you that you never knew possible. Really? Yeah. You're you're telling me we can know what God's thinking. Yes, kind of. I mean, he's, he's, he's infinite, but... Read on. But he must ask in faith. Without any doubting. Because he who doubts is like the wave of the sea, the surf driven and tossed by the wind. And the Bible says, Let not that man expect to receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man, unstable in all of his ways. The Bible tells us that we can know stuff that's going on. We've got to ask. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God who gives to all men generously and without reproach. He doesn't hold back. So let's connect these two verses. Count it all joy when you face various trials that the testing of your faith produces something. Okay? Look at what it says. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance and let endurance have its perfect result. Life is coming at every one of us hundred miles an hour. It just comes in different packages. What you're facing is just tweaked little bits, degrees from what your neighbor is facing. And at different ages, it's, it's just slightly different. But we're all facing something. And God uses this thing called life to, to, to mold and to transform us, to make us into something. It says, it says endurance and let endurance have its perfect result so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. And then it, then it flows right into, but if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all men generously without reproach. So you've got this conversation of trials and and struggles and and all of this stuff that's happening. And all of this stuff called life has a purpose. And that purpose is to make us complete, lacking nothing. And then he says, look, if any of you lack wisdom, notice 4 and 5. And let endurance have its perfect result so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. You see it? And then it starts in verse 5. But if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all men generously and without reproach. Guys, I'm telling you right now, life is coming. Life is happening. Life is going to continue to happen. And God uses this thing called life to make us and to mold us and to transform us, to chisel us. I love the analogy of the, of the chiseling. Remember, remember when you first got saved, the stuff you used to run after? 
Remember when you was a kid, you thought as a kid, but now you've become adults, you put away childish things. Remember the things you used to run after? Isn't it amazing how God has taken a lot of those things away? Remember? Remember how what we used to think completed us and fulfilled us now doesn't so much? It's because God has used life and wisdom If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all men generously. Wisdom. God, what are you doing in my life right now? What are you doing in my life? Let me teach, let me bring you into my world. You know what God's teaching me right now? He taught me yesterday. He taught me patience. He did. He's teaching me patience. Um, a bunch of you ask you, are you completely in in, in the house yet? No, I'm about 5% in. You know why? They couldn't truck and the truck is not across the the house that we're not moving from one side of the road to the other no it's all the way back down in Excel the rest of it I literally laid in bed knowing I was talking about this last tonight and I laid in the bed last night and I said Lord why Why did two trucks not make it? Why did two trucks not have enough room? (laughs) That's a good question. I'm asking my wife that. Why did two trucks not make it? It's okay to lay in the bed in the middle of the night and ask God those questions. God, why did the doctor just say, I'm sick. God, why did, why did that just happen at work like that? Why did, what's going on, Lord? I, help, me, help me see what you're doing. Lord, I want to see what you're doing. I, I want to be able to look at this. Let me just give me a glimpse, glimpse of your glory. Let me just, let me just get an understanding. Give me insight and see the big. Lord, I know I'm supposed to trust you, and I know I'm supposed to wait on you, and I'm supposed to be patient, and I'm supposed to run after you and, and, and just be there. Lord, what are you doing in this? Because sometimes, let me tell you, church, sometimes this hurts. Sometimes it's not, life is not just as silly as, hey, two trucks wasn't enough. Sometimes, wow, it hurts. And the people around me are hurting. And those that I really love are hurting. And I well, and I was doing everything I was supposed to be doing, and boom, all of a sudden, Lord, what are you doing? I know it's supposed to make me, I know it's supposed to, I'm going to have endurance through all this, and I know I'm going to be stronger through all this, and I know these trials are going to make me stronger, and I know all that, but Lord, help me. God, give me wisdom. Give me wisdom, Lord, so I can just see. Give me wisdom, Lord, so that I can. Here's the thing. In today's world, here's what we do. We take it and we put it on Facebook and we're like, remember when Facebook was, hey, I'm going to eat. Remember Facebook years ago? Hey, I'm doing laundry. Hey, I'm getting my hair did. Remember all that stuff when Facebook was new? Remember that? 
Now it's like, hey, what, what do y'all think about this? My, my husband ain't, ain't talking to me like he should. What, what do you think's going on? And then 1,600 friends, 4,800 friends, a whole bunch of friends chime in and say, girl. Bible says, ask God. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all men generously without reproach. And he'll give it. But you've got to ask believing you're going to get it. That's the kicker. That's the kicker. The kicker's not verse 5. The kicker's verse 6. The kicker's verse 6, but he must ask in faith. Because, because it seems so name it and claim it. It seems so charismatic. It seems so Holy Ghost something it seems too Pentecostal for us to just be able to sit there and say okay Lord I pray in the name of Jesus for wisdom to be able to look at what's going on in my job to see what's going on with my teenagers Lord I I pray that you would give me wisdom to know how to live and I ask it in Jesus' name that you would give me wisdom to be able to look so that I would make right decisions that honor you in Jesus' name, amen. That's biblical. It's not biblical. And the reason we don't get it is verse 6 says, but he must ask in faith without any doubting. Because verse 6 says we pray that prayer that verse 5 says pray. And then the very next things we get on and we, we message in our best friends, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. My, my son's going crazy. My daughter's going crazy. My husband's acting wrong. This girl at work is acting this way. Honey, we need to talk. Didn't you just talk to God? The Bible says we've got to ask in faith without any doubting. The problem is we don't think God will give us what we ask for. The great I am. Who is worthy? The great I am. God, you you got heaven handled. You got eternity handled. You got that, that, that cabin on the other side of Jordan handled. But what's going on in my body with my health and what's going on at my job and what's going on with my kids and what's going on in my marriage? That's here and now. You got heaven and you don't got now. You see the disconnect? Church, what if we did what the Bible said do? What if we simply... What if we simply steam in faith? What if we said, Lord God, the same, you created this thing, you saved me, you created me, you sustained me, you know what's going on in my life. There's probably, possibly, people even in this room right now worried about the results of this election. Yesterday, I, I had a bunch of running to do. Trucks were coming, and I was just running all over town. And you know what I was doing? I, I rode by our voting place prior.
probably ten times, going back and forth, getting stuff, finishing stuff, doing stuff. And every time I rode by it, it was packed. Just like you guys were on the hill here yesterday. It was packed. And I'm like, Lord, you know the president that we need for our country. You know, and my prayers kind of changed. It went from, because that's how most people say, you know who we need. We need one that's going to do this and believe this way and act this way and do this and, and be the, exactly who I want him to be. And one of the last times I was convicted, I rode by and I'm like, and God, it, it, a lot of times it's simple for me. It's just, I got this. It wasn't audible. It wasn't audible. I don't hear audible. But it was as if he told my spirit, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Isn't that, isn't that enough? If you know what you're doing with the big old things, just I can't handle national elections when... 100 million plus people have voted. Big picture stuff. Let's just bring it here. God. I want, to, I want what I'm facing Lord to make me. I want to come out of this sickness. I want to come out of this trial. I want to come out of this difficulty. I want to come out of this valley. Living more for you. And serving you more fully. And walking in more obedience to you. I want my prayer life stronger. Lord, help me. Lord, when I do get well and I do feel better and I quit coughing and my nose quits running and my whatever, my taste comes back and my head stops hurting and my back quits hurting. Lord, whatever your trial, whatever yours may be, Lord, when I come out of it, I just want to serve you more fully. I just want to be better for you. I want to, I want to be more effective for you. But he must ask in faith without any doubting. I'm going to let, I want, you to, I want you to close your eyes and just listen to these words real quick. I'm going to have you open them back up in a second. We're not singing. I just want you to hear what this says. But you must ask in faith without any doubting. For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For that man ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man, unstable in all of his ways. Y'all look at me. The Word of God's clear. We don't get a lot of times because we pray one minute and we doubt him the next minute. We pray one minute because we know somewhere back in Sunday school or somewhere a preacher said or somebody I remember saying, hey, I don't have nobody, no more lifelines to throw, so I guess I'll just pray. But the Bible says you've got to pray without doubting. You've got to pray without being wishy-washy. You've got to pray and deal with it. You just give it to him. Lord God, 
I don't know what I'm, I don't know what is about to happen. I'm about to go see the doctor, and I've done everything I'm supposed to do, and my body's yours, and I'm completely in your hands, and I give myself to you, Lord. The tests are yours. The results are yours. Because at no moment does God ever say, I don't got that one. At no moment will the God of this universe ever look at you and say, that stumps me too. He will always say, hey, I know what I'm doing. You trust me. I know, I know you may not get all the details. You may not know the intricacies of all of it. But I do. Just trust me. And you know what it is when we sit back out of that and we say, okay, I, I, you know what that is? That's wisdom. That's looking at whatever it is. I don't got it, but he's got it. I don't understand it, but he understands it. I mean, I can't control it, but he's got it in the palm of his hand. I trust him. That's when, that's when wisdom starts. That's when, that's when wisdom starts. Listen, just stay and listen. It says, how blessed is the man who finds wisdom. And a man who gains understanding... For her profit is better than the profit of silver and her gain better than fine gold. She's more precious than jewels and nothing you desire compares to her. Acquire wisdom, acquire understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her for she will guard you. Love her and she will watch over you. I promise you one thing. Life's coming. Life comes. But I also promise you another thing. In the middle of the trial, in the middle of the storm, in the middle of the pain, in the middle of the sickness, in the middle of the night, you got a God who listens, who sees you, who holds you, who sustains you, who's right there with you. When you're out of control, He's in control. When COVID ends and you have surgeries and you're sick, I'll be near. I'll be around. I'll pray for you. I'll pray over you. I'll pray for you. And there's a one thing you'll hear me say time and time and time and time again. It's just a prayer I pray. Lord, when we're out of control, you're in control. Count it all joy when you face various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces something. Produces endurance and perseverance and all of that stuff. When we're out of control, God's in control. Wisdom is when we start seeing God's got this. God knows what He's doing. I don't have to understand it all. God knows. God's got this. Y'all let me pray. Father God, we're simple. We're simple. We're simple yet so complex and so... Lord, your word right there tells us that to count trials joy. Because you use trials, Lord, to, com 
to conform us, to mold us, to make us, to chisel the, the junk away and to put in us what you desire. And Lord, you tell us to ask for wisdom and you'll give it generously and liberally. And you won't hold back, Lord. You'll lavish it on us. But Lord, you tell us to ask in faith without any doubting. God, and then you give us that picture of the surf. We see the waves back and forth. God, I, my life, and Lord, I probably speak on behalf of so many here now and watching, Lord, out there. Our life looks like that man on that wave, Lord, on that boat, just tossed back and forth. We, we love you, we trust you, what is going on, Lord? I don't know what is going to happen. We love you, we trust you, God's in control. Oh me, what's going to happen? Oh me, Lord, I love you, you, you got this, and just we're tossed, we're back and forth, Lord. And your word clearly says, let not that man expect to receive anything from the Lord. Being a double-minded man, unstable in all of his ways, Holy Spirit in, of God, please... Please remove that spirit of instability. You are our rock. You are our creator. You are, you've got heaven handled. And Lord, you've also got today handled. You've got tomorrow handled. You've got the future handled. It's all okay. We can rest knowing that daddy's got this. God, help us. We're simple. We're so simple, Lord. Help us. Give us greater faith. Give us wisdom. Give us wisdom. Give us wisdom, Lord, to be able to see life like you see it. We're just going to trust you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Not that job.